Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Before we jump into today's episode, I just wanted to let you all know that we are doing a giveaway. Each week, we will be selecting one lucky listener and sending them a $50 Amazon gift card and a Storytime t-shirt. All you have to do is rate and review the podcast, follow Storytime.pod on Instagram, and leave a comment on the latest post that says, I'm an official fable, baby. That's it. Also, if you have a damn good story to tell and you want to hear it on an upcoming listener episode, Tibbity, type that thing up and email it or send an audio file of you telling your story to storytime at collab.inc. Can't wait to hear them. Welcome to Storytime, the podcast where I bring you the best stories from around the internet, produced by iHeartRadio and Collab. I am your fearless host, Will Handsome McFadden, but you can just call me Will. Cookie, what are you doing in here? Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Are you doing one of those pies? Mom, get out of here. I told you I needed the office for a few hours every Wednesday. Okay, okay. Can you please stop calling me Cookie? I'm almost 40 years old. I'm a grown man. I have a podcast. Sorry, sorry. I'm going. You want a glass of milk? Yes, I do. Thank you. Please close the door. Sorry about that interruption. That was just my super hot girlfriend, you know, trying to give me another back rub. <laughs> anyway, where was I? The internet is a deep and dark dumpster full of stories. And I fearlessly dive in headfirst, sift through the flaming trash, and bring you nothing but absolute treasures. Everyone loves a good story. 
Whether it's fact or fiction, comedy or tragedy, a rags to riches or a fall from fortune, our ability to share our stories is something that makes us uniquely human. I mean, meerkats don't sit around a fire telling each other spooky stories. At least I don't think they do. But if you're listening to this and you're a meerkat that attends fireside storytelling parties, please, please, please send me an invite. I love you guys. You're super cute. I will bring snacks. Where was I? We use stories to pass on our history, to share our experiences, to relate to one another and feel a little less alone in this world. Storytelling at its core is about belonging. Today I'm bringing you three stories from three YouTubers looking for love and connection, but instead finding cringe and deception. And what a better way to kick off this podcast than with something we can all pretty much relate to. Awkward first dates. And trust me, I am an expert on this subject. If I had a beanie baby for every terrible first date I've been on, well, let's just say, I'd have a pile of beanie babies. I may even have one of those super rare Princess Diana bears. Anyway, I have been on a few second dates in my life, although the last second date I went on ended three years later in divorce, but it's fine. You know, it's cool. I, I've got a new super hot girlfriend that I mentioned earlier who's definitely real and loves back rubs, and everything's fine, you know? <laughs> everything's fine. I definitely still don't cry about Sheila in the shower. I don't. I swear I don't. Pro tip of the day, if anyone comes across a Sheila on Tinder or Bumble or Bramble or any dating app, just swipe left. Your heart can't take it. Trust me. And speaking of swiping, I've been swiping through stories all week, and this one is definitely a match. So let's kick off this podcast with a story by a fantastic creator that goes by the name Culture Crash. I'd like to take this story time to tell of my experiences on Tinder, and of dates in general, in the hopes that you might glean some element of my character from these tales, and learn not to make the same mistakes. Or hey, maybe you'll just get to laugh at my misfortune. Either way, let's begin with a story I like to call, The Minigolf Mongoose and Her Hypocritical Hijinks. This story begins in the early days of Bumble, an app essentially identical to Tinder, except the girl always gets to message first. This prevents girls getting spammed with creepy messages from strangers who they drunkenly swiped right on the night before while having a laugh with their girlfriends. And no, before you start making jokes, I wasn't on Bumble because I'd exhausted every option on Tinder. I'd just reached my cap on swiping for the day and didn't want to buy whatever the Tinder premium thing is called. Gold, I think? Tinder gold? Tinder platinum? Why am I asking when no one can answer? Anyway, downloading another app seemed the fastest way to solve my problem. I started swiping and immediately noticed that I was finding a lot of genuinely attractive girls. Now I knew why it was called Bumble. Because it was full of honeys. Oh god, I hate myself for that joke. Can we just can we just forget I said that? Great, I'd I'd rather not be remembered as a creepy uncle. Within a few minutes I had matched with a girl and she looked super cute. I honestly couldn't believe we had matched. I thought for sure it must be a bot or something, but no, she was real, and she messaged me that night. We had a bit of playful banter back and forth. She seemed confident and intelligent and had a good sense of humor. I was ready to ask her out on a date, and I'd been mulling over the idea of mini golf as a first date activity. It has a few advantages. It gives you a chance to chat, unlike a movie, bit of competitive spirit to get the conversation going, and not too long, so if the date is going badly, you have an exit plan. Little did I realize that I was going to need that last advantage the most. The day of the date arrives, and I've got the usual pre-date jitters, but mostly because I'm excited to meet this girl in person. Let's call this girl... Penelope. Actually, no, that's too nice of a name for this girl. Let's call her Time Waster. I step inside the mini golf lobby and see that there's only one person in the whole place. She doesn't look at all like Time Waster, so that couldn't possibly be her. 
As I look more closely though, the truth dawns on me. It is Time Waster. She sees me and smiles. She looks nothing like her picture on Bumble. I force a smile back. My mind is rotating through the pictures on her profile, stripping away at the filters and accounting for how she posed herself to try and explain the disparity between the girl I saw on Tinder and the girl in front of me. But in the next instant, I realized how stupid I'm being. What does it matter if she doesn't look exactly like her pictures? She's still cute, and we got along really well when we talked online. I resolved to give the date a fair shot and see if we connected on a deeper level. As you can guess by the nickname Time Waster though, this was a foolish endeavor. The first issue was she was clearly very shy, like incredibly shy. Not like, oh it's cute that she blushes when I compliment her shy, but more like so shy that she can't bring herself to hold a conversation with another person and withdraws as a defense mechanism, shy. I'm not holding it against her, I get a bit shy when meeting new people too, but it's impossible to have an engaging conversation with someone who kills every topic with a simple yeah or no, or maybe, or I don't know. I think it felt especially egregious at the time because it was so different to how she spoke on Bumble. It was jarring, but at this point I just felt a little uncomfortable and a little sorry for her, so I wanted to do my best to let her relax into the situation and maybe open up a bit more. If you're feeling sorry for her at this point in the story, just wait. We begin playing, and I'm trying desperately to make small talk about anything. I'm getting smiles and nods of acknowledgement, but no real responses, no back and forth. I'm formulating a game plan to wrap this up as quickly as possible and get out of there. Then she takes a putt, and the ball comes within millimeters of going in, and she gets all puffed up about it and taps it in anyway, saying, we're not counting that one. I'm like, okay, she's trying to be playful and keep it light. That's good. I mean, she's a cheater, but at least she's a cheater who's showing some personality now. I laugh and say, all right, all right, and we move on to the next hole. This one's got a water hazard, and time waster wastes no time in smacking her ball right into the water. She plucks it out. That one doesn't count either. I laugh again, even though her tone was more serious that time. She's getting frustrated, I can tell. So now we've gone from no personality to frustrated. Fantastic. The game proceeds in this way for a while, cycling through silence, frustration, and attempts at small talk. She decides to break up this repetition with a new element, bragging. She's bragging because she's beating me. How surprising, the person who's able to retract any dud shots she makes is winning. What a flattering quality in a person, someone who brags about such small victories. And no, she wasn't doing it in a cute way. It was aggressive bragging, rubbing it in my face. She genuinely thought she was better than me. I don't think I'm a prideful person, but this date certainly tested my patience on the matter as she stripped away at every shred of my manhood. I'm trying to figure out how to get across just how awful this really was. Imagine if you got a pet mongoose, because they looked cuddly in pictures. You bring it home, and the whole way home it's completely silent. You think it's just nervous. Then you go to play with it, and it doesn't engage with you at all. When you try to feed it, to show it some degree of affection, it lashes out and scratches your hand. You try desperately to have fun with this mongoose, and it gives you nothing in return. Then, to add insult to injury, the mongoose finds your pet snake and kills it. Time waster is the aggressive mongoose ripping the snake. My manhood to pieces. Now let's not think too long about the symbolic ramifications of a snake representing manhood. And you know what? I'll say it. She had a face a bit like a mongoose too. Small features with a pointy chin and sharp teeth. I thought I was above commenting on her appearance, but apparently not. I think it adds something to my growing dislike for her, that every time she was bragging or getting mad at her awful putts or pouting, that I had to look at her little mongoosey face. We proceed to one of those holes where you hit the ball up a slope at the very start. If you miss, the ball hits the opposite wall and rolls back down. Of course, Mongoose herself stuffs it up about three times and resets every time. When the ball rolls back down, my eyes roll along with it. She finally hits the ball in after sighing super loudly, and it's my turn. I take a shot and miss, and it rolls back down. Jokingly, I say, lucky we're not counting those ones. And she says, yes we are. 
I think she's kidding, of course, but her deadpan expression says otherwise. I'm like, you got to take yours back. And Mongu says, and I quote, yeah, but you're a guy. My mind is blown. What is this reverse sexism BS? Am I alone in thinking that we should be playing by the same rules? Can you imagine if I said to a girl that I would give myself a handicap because I'm a guy and therefore I'm better than her at mini golf? I mean, seriously, it's mini golf. I can't stress enough how much she was not kidding either. She wasn't being playful or cute or anything. She just straight up thought that she should get to take back her shots and I shouldn't. And not only that, she would get mad if I tried to take back a shot. Mongoose is a complete hypocrite. And hypocrites are something that I just cannot stand. I let it go. We only had a few holes left, after all. The bragging not only continued, but escalated. Other people at the mini-golf park were looking at her because she was making that much noise. My only play was to awkwardly laugh it off when she got too excited about it. On the hole in front of us was a couple who'd obviously been together for a while. They were the picture of perfection. I hated them. No, actually, you know what? That's unfair. I hated Mongoose. Hate is a strong word, but in that moment, I really did. If I were a more assertive person back then, then I would have just walked out. But I resigned myself to finishing the game. I knew there was only one way to bring back some shred of dignity and salvage the horrendous outing that this had turned out to be. I had to win. I dug deep and played the best I could. Her ball got stuck in one of the rocks that had a PVC pipe through it. I laughed in my head. I laughed so hard in my head that I laughed out loud. She got angry, but I didn't care. I got a hole in one on the same hole and it felt so good when I turned to see Mongoose stunned in disbelief. But alas, it was too late. I was trailing by two strokes on the final hole and was unable to beat her. She rubbed it in. The couple in front of us who had just finished furrowed their brows in confusion and I stood there and just had to cup it on the chin. I fumbled my way through the goodbyes and lied, saying I'd message her. In fairness, she didn't seem like she wanted to meet up again either. I took the scorecard from that game with me and kept it in my car as a reminder of a few things. Firstly, be careful about pictures. Check those angles and the filters. Secondly, be more assertive. If your date is awful, you don't need to humor them and stick it out just to be polite. Lastly, don't do mini golf as a first date. Anything competitive really is just bound to bring out the worst in people. In recent times, my view on that last rule has changed. I think mini-golf can work, but the scar runs so deep for me that it's hard to forget. Mongoose ruined mini-golf for me, a crime that I can never forgive. Sure, I'll still play, but as the breeze turns the tiny windmill, I can still hear her mocking laughter. It was a small price to pay for a lesson well learnt. An hour of my life and 16 bucks. Wow. Wow. What? A cheater. Are you sure her name wasn't Sheila? Because Sheila used to cheat on everything. Board games, tests, me. For more stories, explainer vids, and awesome animation, make sure to subscribe to Culture Crash on YouTube. And now it's time for a little baby story about a service or a product, also known as an ad. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Welcome back. Our next terrible, horrible, no good, very bad Tinder tragedy is told by Drea Okeke, also known as Drea Knows Best. And on this date, instead of eating a nice meal, she ends up eating her date's dust. Take it away, Drea. I met this guy online. His name was, ooh, I'm not going to give you a real name. Let's make a name. His name was Sean. Let's make up a name called Sean. Sean sounds like a good guy's name. Um, so I met, I was swiping through when I saw Sean. Let me describe how Sean looks like so y'all can really like visualize it as I'm talking. So Sean was his Fine chocolate looking man. He was tall, 6'3", and y'all know I'm 6'2", so when I saw 6'3", I said, uh, I swipe right, and we matched. So within like the first three days of talking, we were vibing, chatting consistently, and I'm like, this guy's really cool. I'm really vibing with this guy. Like, I would love to finally like see him in person. And guess what? Sean was interested too. Hit me up, he was like, what day are you free? I would love to take you out. Yes! That's what I'm talking about. A man that knows what he wants. You, I kid you not, when you're online, when you're dating period, or like talking with a guy, it takes some, some guys just take forever to ask you out. And it's like, can you hurry up? When it comes to picking out anything, I'm very indecisive. So Sean did really good by, you know, giving me two options of where we want to go to. Would you like for me to take you to like the, spend the day, spend the evening at the beach? We will be able to like get there in evening time and just right in time to watch a sunset in Venice. It looks really, really beautiful. Or would you rather um, us, you know, go up to the hill um, and be able to watch the sunset and overlook the city and it's very, very beautiful. So here's the thing with those two options, right? He gave me the option of the beach and the overlooking the city. Now, the problem with the beach is that it was winter time, honey. My body was not hot girl summer ready. My body was 
I was about to be out there showing these rolls on our first date. No, 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 no. So obviously I picked Overlook the City. Plus, I mean, LA is really pretty. And um, I like the sound of just like, you know, the sun is about to set, you're looking at the view, you know, you and him are together. And it's like, it just, it just sounds very romantic. So I'm like, all right, let's do that. Romantic and safe, love it. Right before he picked me up, I had to make sure I look cute. You know, I put on my makeup, I look real cute. Not too much makeup, just enough to look <laughs> popping. I had a really nice green sundress on and sandals because you know, we about to go look at the sunset. So he comes to pick me up. He uh, looks really good. He smells really good. And it just, I'm just like, wow. Thank God he didn't look like a completely different person in your picture uh, because that would have been trash from the start. So before he started driving, he, just, he did something weird. He decided to take off his shoes. Um, and what was weird about it that he wasn't wearing any socks. His toes looked crusty. But that wasn't even the point. I mean, first of all, if I had crusty toes, I would not even show it on a date. But I mean, it's, it's all good, it's all good, you know? It was fine. Um, I asked him, like, why are you taking off your shoes? He was like, I just don't like to drive with shoes on, no. Okay, I guess you're just taking it literally when they say put your foot on the pedal. He's like, literally, my feet on the pedal. Got it, not judging, I'm not a judgmental person. We're going. And then we get to the, to the location, finally. Um, so when we get there, I was a little confused. You know, I was a little confused. Why I was confused is because it didn't look, I wasn't seeing the city. I was still, we were still flat on the ground. And I I was like, where's the view? He's like, oh, yeah, 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 we're gonna get there. The view is, um, is right up there. I turn and I look, y'all, y'all. Tell me why homeboy has brought me to a hiking spot. We had to hike all the way up the hill just to get to the city overlooking location to look at the view. When I tell you, I was like confused. Wait, 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 what do you mean? He's like, yeah, yeah, we gotta walk all the way up there, you know what I'm saying? So are you ready? Yeah, yeah, sure. So we start. I mean, at first, I mean, at first, I'm like, maybe it's not that bad. That's why, you know, maybe it's like there's a shortcut, you know. That's why he's like, oh, we gotta walk that way. Maybe it's a shortcut or like a little escalator that's gonna take us up. Child, we go. I see people in like, I see people in like jogging clothes and everything and like hiking shoes. Oh, people are actually out here working out. Please God, please God, please God, let there be a shortcut. Let there be a shortcut. Remember, guys, I worked out this morning, so my body's already sore. And then we gotta climb the hill. Let me, let me be positive. Maybe this is actually a really cute walk. You know, as you're walking, you're gonna see like some, you know, music playing or something. There's some cute stuff. Let's see. Um, we start going, he's moving fast. So he's like, one step, one step, one step. I'm like, one step, one step, <laughs> one step. Like literally, <laughs> it was a struggle. And then um, we're walking. First, we're going the same pace, right? First, we're going the same pace as we're walking and then we're walking and talking. So I'm trying to be casual. I'm trying not to think too hard about how much this hurts my legs. So I'm just like, okay, yeah, you know. I'm like, oh yeah, so do you like working out? He's like, yeah, I work out every now and then, you know, and everything. And I'm like, oh, cool, cool. And then he starts like, I realize that he's getting faster and I'm slowing down. So what is going, why are we not the same speed? He looks, he's walking, looks back and he's like, oh, he waits. And I catch up, I'm like, huh, sorry, sorry. He's like, oh, no, no, it's cool, it's cool. Anyways, we keep on chatting. 
and he keeps on going like his legs are long too so he's like boom 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 my legs are long but my legs are sore five minutes into the walk we haven't even gotten anywhere close to the up up to the view like you can still tell we still have a long way to go i'm like blood of jesus if he does not what are we doing where is the shortcut why didn't we just drive to the top he looks back and he's like yo you taking too much time i'm gonna have i'm gonna, I'm gonna meet you at the top you gonna meet me at the where at the what at the bop at the rock at the you better stop at the where at the top hot he guys i kid you not homeboy left me he left me and 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 the wi oh gosh y'all the trauma is coming back <laughs> No, I'm not crying, no, because he's trash for this. He's literally is trash. He left me. He just he just literally went up the stairs. A real man would have carried me up the stairs. That's what a real man would have done. He would have carried me, but that man was not a real man. Get I was I was so shook. I was like, what the heck? So we get to the top. Homeboy had the audacity. Finally, we finally I get to the top, right? And let me say he got to the top way sooner than I did. I get to the top. I'm looking at the view, and this is this view is not even worth it. I've, I've gone back again to this Culver City Stairs view, and I'm like, it looks, it's beautiful. But at that moment, I was so mad, and I'm like, this view was not worth it. Homeboy, you left me. I, man, get the, I did not snap at him. I still smiled. I still smiled, and I was like, ha, 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 you know, I worked out this morning. That's why I was so slow. Ha, ha, He's like, oh, it's fine. I got something for us. He pulls out of his bag a bottle of wine and two red cups. What you want me to do with the wine? Hmm? Huh? What? Here's how, the way I, you know, guys, the way I, you know what I'm saying, the way I pictured this date was, we were gonna drive up. We'll park the car. We'll get a blanket. Lay it on the floor. Sit down together. He probably has like a little sandwich pack for us to eat, cause I was, God knows I was hungry at that moment too, cause I haven't eaten dinner yet. I thought he would have dinner ready, or like a snack or something for us, right? Sit down there, you know, lay down, talking with one another, just chatting, you know, looking at the view, sipping our wine together. We got to the top, we were just standing there. There was a hell of people all around, families with their dogs. It was just crowded with people. It wasn't anything private, it wasn't anything intimate. It was just like, it was mad wet, and he left me. I was just like, this, this that was like the biggest joke, and then he was like, poured the wine in the cup, and it was this cheap, like $6 wine. It was the type of, type of wine, that red wine that take, that stains your, your lips. So it was cheap wine on a date that he didn't have to pay for. All he probably spent was money on gas. And he didn't feed me. I left there tired. I left there hungry. I left there upset. <laughs> But I still, you know, kept it classy, y'all. It was like, yeah, thanks for the wine, you know. And he was like, yeah, this is really nice, you know, you see the view. Get this, y'all, when we were up there, the sun wasn't even setting yet. It was still like bright in the day. It was hot, I was sweating. It was not, it was It was literally one of the worst dates I've been on, serious. He still left me again going down. Um, he didn't walk near me. I don't know, I don't even know why he was so excited to get up in the first place anyways, but going down, he left me still. He kept on walking and it would stop at the platform, look back and then keep on going. You know, like a little kid when they're doing something bad, that they're funny and they keep on looking back to make sure that they're, you know, they're not going to get smacked. 
and they keep on going out, that was him. Childish, childish AF. So I wasn't dressed for the occasion, so I feel like even if I did do some research to see where we're going, I would have been dressed in gym clothes, which is still incorrect. Because, um, he wasn't dressed in gym clothes. He was dressed in jeans, Jordans, and uh, like a black t-shirt. I don't know, I don't know. T trash, never again. Ugh, wow. Drea, you deserve so much better than that. You should have told that guy to take a hike, like a, another hike, by himself. If you want more Drea in your life, make sure to follow her on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram at Drea Knows Best. And check out her new podcast, Do It For The Content. And now it's time for another little branded story. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. All right, the next and final harrowing tale is told by YouTuber Alex Myers. 
Alex shares with us the nightmare experience he had on his first and last Tinder date. Now, this story happened a couple years ago, back when I was young and full of dreams. I tried some online dating here and there, but nothing really, you know, clicked. Tinder had been around for a little bit at this point, but it wasn't quite as ubiquitous as it is now. I thought, eh, why not give it a shot? I mean, what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> right, guys? After about, I want to say like a week or so, I matched with this girl who was, well, let's just say that she was my type. Like, really, really my type. I mean, I was like, <laughs> Or something. I, I really hope I didn't make that noise. Anyway, so we get to talking and chatting about this and that, and things are going pretty well. Now, she seems cool, and definitely not like someone who's gonna, well, you know, I won't ruin it. Just sit back, grab some popcorn, kids, sit back, you're in for a ride. Finally, after a couple of days, we decide we should meet. And I was thinking, okay, my first Tinder date seems like a cool girl. Psh, all those Tinder horror stories aren't true. People just lying for attention. Who, who even does that, you know, just lie on the internet? Who would do such a thing? So the day comes and I'm excited and anxious and all that kind of stuff. I mean, whenever you meet anyone from online, it's always kind of a crapshoot of like, well, they might be normal or they might try to skin me alive. Eh. We meet at a cafe, you know, somewhere brightly lit, public, with more than one exit. Pro tip for you kids. On the way, I was looking at her profile pictures and I was like, oh man, first spin, I hit the jackpot. And so I walk in and I try to find her. And I see her. Now, I'm not really sure how to describe this. Like, it wasn't like a catfish or anything. Because it was her. Just like, okay, you know like when you see pictures of food at McDonald's and then you order it and it kind of looks like the picture? Like, you can tell that you got what you ordered, but like, the picture looks like this, but in real life it looks like this. You know, like, all the parts are there, just not quite as advertised. This is a really weird analogy. She like didn't quite look like what I was led to believe she would look like. And no, before you say it, no, it wasn't just makeup or it wasn't like angle manipulation or whatever. It was like, if you've ever looked for an apartment or something and you see pictures that looks really awesome, then you go to check it out and you're like, oh, hmm. But you know, I don't want to be like a shallow jerk, you know, the one who's like, ugh, no. So I thought, well, I'm already here. She's already here. Let's just have some dinner, nice conversation. Eh, you know, I'll just keep an open mind. But like, you know when you consciously try to act normal, but you just come across like way too overly enthusiastic about everything? <laughs> Nothing out of the ordinary here. No, sir, no, ma'am. You like marbles? So we sit and I remember the conversation being nice, I guess. I don't really remember what it is we talked about specifically because I was too busy trying not to look like what I probably looked like. I do remember when we talked about our jobs and I remember she said, I do Photoshop. And I was like, huh, you don't say. Now immediately, like she could read my mind. She said, oh, but don't worry. I didn't Photoshop any of my profile pictures. And I was like, uh-huh, yeah, boop. So after a while, she said, do you want to come over to my place for some dessert? Now, I didn't want to do that. I wanted to go home. That's the thing about me. I'll let you guys in on a little secret here, okay? If you ask me what I want to do, the answer is, I'd like to stay home, please. Like nine out of eight times. But again, I didn't want to be rude. I mean, she knew that she wasn't quite the girl in the profile picture and I knew, and now she knew that I knew, but I didn't want to make her feel bad, you know, cause I'm such a nice guy. So I say yes, 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 yes. which is a dumb idea, but well, here we are. We get to her apartment and I remember the building itself was like super pink, which is weird. I mean, it's weird anywhere, but especially in Tokyo where every building is gray or brown, it really stood out. Yeah, I should probably mention for those of you new people here, I've been living in Japan for like 11 years now. You know, I don't really expect y'all to go through my entire backlog. In fact, probably not a good idea. Anyway, we get to her door. She turns to me and says, just so you know, 
I really like Disney's Rapunzel. Now, this is a really random thing to say. I mean, it's an alright movie, it's like a 7 out of 10, I guess, it's, it's fine. But anyway, we go inside and, oh boy, I was not ready for the level of Rapunzel in this apartment. Literally everything was Rapunzel, or some shade of purple and gold. Everything. Every cup, every plate, everything. And taking this all in, the only thing I could say was, huh. It was then I also learned, due to a variety of sensations, that she had a cat. Now here's another pro tip, kids. If you have a cat and you invite someone over, you should probably tell them you have a cat, okay? Now, I have no problem with cats, but I also learned that night that she doesn't clean the litter box at all. Literally, I watched her do this. She just sprays Febreze around aimlessly and calls it a day. There was a door in the back of the room and I pointed to it and I asked, what's in there? She gave this weird like giggle laugh thing and said, it's just storage. And then paused for a few seconds. Do you want to see? At this point, I was thinking to myself, how much worse could this possibly get? Here's a pro tip, kids. Don't ever ask that question. She opens the door and we walk in. Now, you won't believe what I'm about to tell you. You're going to sit there watching your screen or your phone. You're going to think to yourself, okay, this is some BS right here. But I swear to you, this is real. We go inside and there are two shelves against the wall. On the lower shelf is every Rapunzel doll you could ever imagine, all lined up. I mean, like, really, every single type probably in existence. But then, on the top shelf above these dolls were all of the doll heads of the dolls on the lower shelves. She, I assume, ripped the heads off of each doll and put them on a separate shelf. As you can probably imagine, I was a little put off by this. I wanted to be like, okay, that's enough for me. See you later, I'm out of here. But all I could say in that moment was, can I use your bathroom? So I sat there trying to come up with some like 007 James Bond way of like trying to sneak out a window or I don't know, through some air ducts or something. But then again, I didn't want to stay in the bathroom too long or else she might think I'm taking a poop, which is infinitely more embarrassing. Okay, so I get out of the bathroom and I hear her talking. I assume to someone or maybe like on the phone or something, right? But then on her coffee table, which has this most like obnoxiously large Rapunzel face on it, I see her phone. Hmm. Well, maybe she's talking, you know, to the cat. Maybe she's being like, oh, who's the cutest little boy or whatever it is that cat people do. But then, right as I thought that, almost on cue, the cat rubbed past my leg, it flipped up its tail, it looked at me like, we all float down here. I then noticed that her voice was coming from the storage room. I sneak up because, you know, I don't want to interrupt her nightly bloodletting voodoo ritual or whatever. Now, peeking in, I realized that she is talking <clears throat> to the doll heads. <sighs> Here, I run to the table, I grab my coat, grab my phone, I delete Tinder off my phone in just one continuous motion like I was Neo escaping from the Matrix. Luckily, I caught the second to last train home and somehow survived to tell you all this story. Now, the moral of the story, kids, don't use dating apps. Just hang out and meet new people at your local library or literally anywhere else. Sounds like he really got tangled up in an awkward situation there. <laughs> Maybe he needed to just relax and let his hair down. <laughs> she sounded like a real doll to me. Okay, I'll stop. If you want to hear more of Alex's stories and check out his awesome animation, make sure to subscribe to his YouTube channel, Alex Myers. And he's got a new podcast out called Doing the Devil's Tango. Well, there you have it. That concludes the first episode of the Storytime Podcast. Huge shout out to all of our tailspinners, Culture Crash, Drea Knows Best, and Alex Myers. Make sure to check them out and give them a follow on all of their platforms. 
I'll see all you little fable babies next week. Mom! Mom, where is my milk? Have you ever been on a terrible date? We'd love to hear about it. Type up your story or send an audio file to storytime at collab.inc. And maybe we'll share our favorites on an upcoming episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment and give us a five-star rating and leave a review. It really helps us out a lot. Storytime is a production of iHeartRadio and Collab. Executive producers, Eric Jacks, Song Kang, and Will McFadden. Hosted by Will McFadden. Produced by Jessica Eccles, Jason Shapiro, Jenny Ulmer, and Daniela Mora. Written by Jenny Ulmer, with additional writing by Will McFadden. Sound design by Tony Maddox. Original score by Scott Simons. Cover art by John Kusagaya. And animation by Bella Bouchon. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.